A pretty decent start for the Arizona Coyotes, making it tied through 40 minutes, but a third period collapse has this game end in a completely different way than probably what a lot of us were hoping. The Arizona Coyotes take another loss to the Dallas Stars. We'll talk about this game, Robin Leano and Carl Pavlik, on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, welcome everyone to this post-game live episode of Locked On Coyotes. I'm Robin Leonio. Carl Pavlik is right beside me as we break down this Arizona Coyotes game. Um... A 4-1 loss to Dallas Stars. That's the final score. Uh, and uh, Carl, third period, or let's just say late game, because even, even like, it, not until, like, the final th- five minutes, that's what you even say. Third, a late game collapse here for the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, it, it really was. Uh, I was disappointed, uh, especially since I said the Coyotes were going to lose 3-1. And for a while, it looked like we were we we're going to be there. But no, JB Ben had to get his second goal of the night, screwing up my prediction. Um, but yeah, it was, it was very tough to watch the Coyotes collapse in the third period after having such a good second period when that is so often reversed. Like, and you just, I know I went into that third period. I'm like, okay, they're doing good through 40. They never do good through 40, so maybe they could do something. And no. And and let's be real here. Like like you saw the Bally Sports Arizona uh, when they put out that uh, – they put out a little graphic up talking about um, the Coyotes in second periods, right? And they said there's only tw- uh, two other times that the Arizona Coyotes outscored their opponent in the second period. Like that was against the Seattle Kraken, when yeah. which, a game in which they won. And against the Winnipeg Jets, a game in which they won. Yeah. It's one of those like weird facts that you see. If the Coyotes can outscore their opponents in the second period, which they so very rarely can, they're, they're probably going to win that game, but, but not anymore. Um, not after that. And I feel like... The, the last game, the game against the Golden Knights, we talked about that as kind of like a step back. Uh, I felt like the way the team took penalties that was just another step back. Like, we've seen this so many times. They keep taking penalties until finally their opponents score on the power play. Like, I cannot even count how many times that's happened. And that happened tonight with, um, you know, what was a 2-1 to one game suddenly became 3-1 to one late. And you're not going to get anything back from that. Yeah, and it was, it, and the thing is too, like a lot of these players looked super hungry to freaking have phenomenal games for the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, um, you know, Shan got the spear. Let's 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 go ahead and put out some uh, some credit to him. He got the uh, the only goal the Coyotes got, but it looked like he another wanted more. prediction I had. He uh, wanted more. Yeah, you did have that prediction. You did have that prediction. He was going to get a goal. Um, yeah. So good on you. So like if. You you should have bet on that. That should have. I really should have bet on that game. That that's what I'm saying. Because uh, this is uh, one of the few times I've been spot on <laughs> or close to it. 
Um, but yeah, he looked good. He looked hungry. Um, I thought Louis Erickson ha- was looking pretty good. Like he had, like he hit the post uh, before he took that final penalty. Um, I thought he wanted to have like a big game for his thousandth career game, which might as well just throw that out there. Uh, Clayton Keller looked good on that pass to Gassisper, so some good stuff there. But I don't know. I I I don't know like what has been the Coyotes' issue with getting the second goal lately. I think Erickson Erickson looked like he wanted it too because not only was it his thousandth game, it was a it was his thousandth game, and he was playing the team that he was drafted by. Yeah. If you ever wanted to have some big homecoming energy, like that's it. Just I, I'm sure he wanted to have a great game, uh, and. I, I wouldn't necessarily say they did. I, I would say like the entire team like was looking good in the first forty, and then just kind of collapsed in the, the third period. Even Jacob Chikrin, you know, he like he was kind of had a struggling beginning to the season. Like even him, like I'm like, whoa, where'd this guy come from? Yeah, uh, he yeah. Chikrin, I thought looked really good. Uh, I'm trying to like. I think that Labushkin has really come into his own as his partner mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because absolutely, I, I'm enjoying watching this evolution of Ilya Labushkin, um, and that he tends to be kind of the more interesting part of that pairing because I am not expecting him to do anything that he's been doing. Yeah, no, um, and that's and that's 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 the fun part about it. Um, just seeing just seeing stuff like that, seeing seeing the team grow in ways you didn't expect, right? Yeah. Which I think is kind of like how we went into the season. Like, there's like, okay, we're looking for growth. We have no idea where it's going to come from or who's going to be delivering it. Um, and, and there's definitely been a few like pleasant surprises. There definitely has been. Um, let's take a look more into some of this game too. Um, and Carl, let's let let's be thankful that uh, uh, Siley somewhat that the this game that it was 4-1 and not 5-1 that they actually decided to take a look at that first 2-1 goal. I mean, that's real. It was obvious. It was freaking obvious. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, it was a distinct kicking motion to get that goal in. Um, Probably the clearest distinct kicking motion we will ever see because uh, it was Peterson and he was on the ice. So, like, you got to see him kick from, like, over top, like the perfect angle to be like, yep, no, that's a kick. It's yeah, a perfect not, kick. And not only that too, but uh, like, did you realize that he didn't even really celebrate? He's kind of like, yeah, mm, <laughs> I got him guilty. Always have to celebrate. Uh, I was listening to a sports podcast and they were talking about a um famous south american player who like hit the ball in with his hand it's just like yep no you celebrate that every single time because if you don't it looks suspicious right away like Like, you're guilty of something yeah yeah because you know what you did otherwise you'd be really happy like if you thought it was just a mistake then you're still gonna celebrate it like always celebrate your goals uh like don't give them any excuse to question it but Peterson did get one back like a couple minutes later, so I guess he's fine with having like a legit goal. Yeah, but 
Uh, I mean, could have been worse. That could have like imagine if that game, if if like there was no not enough like no review for it for some reason, just like yeah. Imagine uh, the controversy. Imagine the controversy if they didn't review that. I I I don't even know like. It's crazy to think like when I started hawking, started watching hockey. There's absolutely no way they would have been able to review that, or because was the, was there a challenge for that officially, or did they just like automatically review it? Um, I'm trying to remember exactly. I think it might have been a challenge because notice Cause I... um, that uh, Tourne was pretty pissed from the start. He saw yeah, like he looked in the he looked on his iPad and looked up. He's like he's like no no no. Yeah, like that was pretty immediate. So like I don't know if they were like if he did like the actual formal challenge or if they were just like all right we'll we'll take a look at this get mine or get Toronto on there. That was definitely the fastest review of a goal I've ever seen in my life. Like, yeah, it took like what five seconds. Yeah, I think they watched it once and they're like. Nope. Yep. No goal. <laughs> you're like, you're like that's that's a kick. No goal. Yeah. And, and like I said, like the fact that he was on the ice made it so clear. Because normally, like distinct kicking motion, you're always like, is that a redirect or or what is that happening? But when you're like flat on your side, like kicking, that's plain to see that you're kicking. Yeah, and that's that's. Uh, I think that's the, that's the most obvious part about about all that and. Good that it was reviewed. Um, yeah. And it, it went kind of, so like, and let's put it another way, a good thing, because we both recommended that this game go under. If that game, yeah. if that one counted, you wouldn't have cashed out to those that listened to us. Yeah. Th- again, this was a good night for, for predictions that we had. A uh, bad night for the Coyotes. It's fun how that can happen sometimes. See, this is why we're, this, this is why we're having fun with betting, because um there's a chance that we win and you guys win because you listen to us and even though the coyotes might lose it's just like you know at least have some kind of fun out of it right Uh, i mean i i think going into this season we all expected the coyotes to lose like pretty much every game uh and there's nothing kind of wrong with with taking the small victories that you can get when something like at least goes according to plan. Like, you know, it's going to go badly, but it goes bad in the way you expect it to go bad. Uh, and that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> okay. We still got more to get to on this episode of lockdown coyotes. We're going to go, we, we're going to finish up this, uh, this post game show and this recap talking about this loss to Dallas Stars. And then we'll start to take a little bit of a look ahead. What's coming up for the rest of this week for the Arizona and the Coyotes? A little spoiler, they got some time off, but we'll get to that in just a moment. But first, a quick word from Carl. So, I am a big eater of steak for the holidays. Uh, every Christmas, we have prime rib. It's delicious. Uh, we usually go with the Omaha Steaks just because they provide a good quality cut of meat. And, you know, with the holidays coming up right around the corner, uh, it's got me thinking about that a lot. And it's got me thinking about finding the perfect gift and how tricky it can be. And Omaha Steaks always makes it easy to send friends and family an unfor- 
an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. You can go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you get 24 entrees, like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignon, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. Use the promo code NHL, and you'll get an additional eight Omaha Steak Burgers free with your order. So, uh, we've all heard the reports about shortage and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com, and you'll get the free eight free burgers when you enter the promo code NHL. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks, the incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. Again, that's omahasteaks.com, keyword NHL. And guys, you listen to podcasts for the power of the inside track. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to the latest episodes and keep up with your favorite players and teams. The power of three unlimited data lines for $30 a month per line so your family can share all the insights. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that edge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. Save or more power to save Boost Mobile. Free, uh, the free phone is limited to new customers, one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere for all phones and networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. All right, back here on Locked On Coyotes. Once again, I'm Robin Leandro, Carl Pavlik, right beside me. Um, as we uh, finish up this uh, recap before we take a look ahead for the Arizona Coyotes on the rest of this week, uh, a couple things we should address. Uh, Carl, biggest thing is uh, even though the Coyotes, I mean, for the most part, looked pretty decent for this for this game, they still couldn't get shots on net. <laughs> yeah. That was a, a problem. Uh, honestly, for like most of the first two periods, it was a low scoring affair or low shooting affair. Um, it was like, what, 14 shots to 15. Uh, and then Dallas just came out with 12. Uh, it, was, it was honestly kind of a boring game to watch. Um, but, but yeah, the Coyotes failed to really generate any kind of offense, especially... In that third period, they weren't getting shots on net. It was very unfortunate. Uh, again, I think a big reason for that was they took four penalties. And you're not going to generate much offense. You're not going to take many shots when you're on the penalty kill. I'm taking a look at some of the natural stat trick stats and all this. A, for, so a uh, 55-35 Corsi in favor of the Stars. Um, 29-15 scoring chances in favor of the Stars. 15-3, high-danger Corsi, in favor of the Stars. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> like, what? Uh, um, especially so, those, like, high-danger scoring. Like, we saw that, like, Dallas was, like, crashing the net. They were getting stuff done. The Coyotes weren't, like, I think... Three of the stars' goals looked pretty close to being exactly the same. Just like someone, like all almost all alone, all in front of the net. Um, but um, either way, they had like 
tons of glorious chances, and the Coyotes couldn't get any. Okay, so I'm looking at the heat map, right? Yeah. All four of the Dallas Stars goals were in the slot or in the crease. Can we just say, like, it's bad that they gave up that many chances uh, in in that area. Like, ah. Oh. Like, of course Dallas got four. Of course they did. If they're all, like, from there. Just beautiful. And that's where all the shots were. Right there, like, right there in the, uh, in the, uh, the inside, the inside slot, right up in the crease. Like, that's all the shots were freaking right there. Like. Yeah. And, like, it's, salute to Wedgwood for doing what he could. Let's, let's be real here. Yeah. No, Wedgwood definitely gave the team a chance to win this one. Um, like, not on him at all. Wedgwood had a good game. Yeah. It, it's just a shame that the, the team in front of him was, A, giving up all these, like, glorious chances, and B, unable to get anything done on their own. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, that's the story of this team, isn't it, right? I mean, that's, the story, that's kind of been the story of this team for, like, a, the longest time, that they kind of just give up chances like that. Yeah, uh, the goaltender throwing the Coyotes on his back has been a, a staple of this franchise for a long time. So, I mean, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah, I mean, but you know what we're doing, like what we're doing here on on the on the podcast, and have been doing all season long, is talking about the future because the future of this Coyotes is going to be brighter, right? Like, yes, things suck now, but they're going to get better. Yeah. Absolutely. I think there's uh, I'm trying to think of the be- the best silver lining for this game. Uh and it's either the team still has another year of Shane Goss to spare after this one. So if they don't mm-hmm. trade him, uh he's looked phenomenal. Uh I I hope he sticks around. Uh and also I think we have just seen like a a general like just improvement of Clayton Keller's play uh, this year. And what? how long is his point streak now? Because he got another assist. I'm trying to think how long that was. So, doesn't have a point streak going. Well, does now. He has three points, uh, two assists, and a goal in his last two games. Uh, But he's had a couple of big nights. Um... And though he does seem to be going kind of like bunches, yeah, I think Clayton Keller this year has looked much like this is the best we've ever seen him. This is the best we've ever seen him. I think because I think because he knows that um, a lot of this, like that, he is going to be one of the corners, like corner pieces of this future of this future Coyotes team. Yeah, like he is like as of right now, like. Among that that corner piece for the for among the forwards, um, and because he knows that, he knows he needs to step up and be a leader to get ready. <laughs> Absolutely, and I think like we're also fans have just like underestimated the time it takes for him to physically develop, mm-hmm. like as a player, because he is still very young. Like he is what twenty three this season. Uh, so it, it's fun that he's just now like entering his prime as a hockey player. 
Like we should be expecting him to improve each and every year. Uh, I think he's definitely embracing a leadership role. Uh, I I really like P- Clayton Keller, penalty killer, which I don't think we would ever see under Tockett. That just doesn't sound right at all. Um, but he is definitely like really up to his game, and I've been impressed. Speaking of speaking of which, I want to give a little bit of credit to the penalty kill today too. Um, they let I think they let one in. They did, but but. Um, the Dallas Stars is among are among the better um power play teams in the NHL. Yes, and to only let in one, and that one in towards the end of the game, like to only let in one. I mean, that's not bad. <laughs> it is. Um, I I do think the the penalty kill, all things considered, played especially well, especially with that that goal finally coming in, like. The dying seconds. Um, it goes back to what I said earlier, though. Don't take four penalties. Like, no, don't yeah. give the Dallas Stars one of the top five power plays in the league four opportunities to get it right. Finally, like, if they had like only taken three, like if that Erickson penalty didn't happen, this could have potentially have been a very different game. It could have been a very, very different game. Um, who knows? We could, we could potentially be talking. Uh, we probably wouldn't even. We, we, we could potentially not be alive by now. We could be watching like a, like a shootout. Who knows? Could be, yeah. Because it did look like the Coyotes like had a chance to come back, but like that final penalty, like just kind of, like just killed them. Yeah, that was that was kind of it. Like you can't feel like the energy just kind of. It takes. Remember, it takes. We talked about these. uh, You know, we talked about in the pregame show about um, their previous game against Vegas and their second period collapse. It takes one event for the for the for the team the Arizona Coyotes to collapse, and that and that was you know that penalty that essentially became the uh, that last goal. It's just like oh, that's there that that that's part of the collapse right there, and boom, this game's over. Yep. It's it's very unfortunate that the Coyotes are a team that has like that little margin of error, but that, that's just where we're at with this franchise right now. It is where we're at this franchise, but it's okay um, because this team is rebuilding, and we are aware of that. This team is going to be focusing on the future, um, but that's also long term future. Let's talk near side future. What's coming up? This week for the Arizona Coyotes, what's what are they gonna do moving forward? We're gonna talk about that in just a sec. But first, but first, a quick word from Carl. So, Bet Online has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before, and that's as football season continues the march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head over to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, so back here on Lockdown Coyotes, once again, Robin Leonio and Kyle Pavlik. 
On this post-game show, Arizona Coyotes, once again, final score 4-1 against the Dallas Stars. They take another loss. They move to 5-18-2 on the season. Um, but let's take a look ahead, Carl. Uh, the Coyotes have, uh, what, one, two, three, four days off? Yeah. Don't play until Friday, which is quite some time. Um, got to figure out a way to fill, to fill those gaps. Yeah, we will definitely need to find ways to generate content. But um, Coyotes have a couple days off. We'll hopefully do good for them. Uh, they're coming to a back-to-back. So why, NHL schedulers? Why? I mean, let's – like, I was I was, I was, you know, listening to the Valley Sports um, broadcast. And they're like, yeah, this first half of the season sucks. But if you look, at, if you look like in, you know, February, March, like, it like, dies down for them. They got, like, nothing. Yeah, uh, that doesn't surprise me. Like, you can't really screw a team all year. Like, you can only just kind of, like, make some hard moments. But, but yeah, it's it'll be interesting. Uh, Coyotes are going to be coming back, and they're going to be facing the Panthers and the Flyers, uh, which you know the Flyers, that's going to be an interesting matchup with the coaching change. Oh, yeah. Um, not to mention, also, um, more Shane got the spear action. Oh yeah, yeah. You get that nice connection. Um, I I think I have heard some suggestion of Rick Tockett going in for the Flyers head coaching job. Uh, I don't know if that would happen like right away, but that would be a very interesting matchup. The first time the Coyotes play the Flyers with their new coach Rick Tockett. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much weight that has either. Yeah. Um, especially because, you know, I'm pretty sure Tuck is pretty happy with his contract that we're at TNT. You know, he's making some money over there. He doesn't have to do much. Absolutely. Like, I don't, like, I, I cannot imagine he gets out of his contract to coach the Flyers by Friday or um, not even Friday, by Saturday because uh, they're, they're playing the Panthers on Friday. But it's the NHL, and I have seen crazier things happen. I mean, let's put it this way: um, if you want to make that, uh, you know, that NFL comparison to those who um, who've been following football, you had a yet you, you had a broadcaster leave lead leave broadcasting to become a, the coach of the Raiders. And yes, I'm talking about Gruden, who's no longer coaching there anymore. But like, it's been done. Some people have loved. I don't think it's a mid-season thing. I don't think, but you never know, right? <laughs> I I just find it funny that the Coyotes on a back-to-back are going to be facing the top team in the Atlantic Division, the Florida Panthers, and the second-to-worst team in the Metropolitan Division, the Philadelphia Flyers. Also, something I didn't realize: the New York Islanders are on a. 11 game losing streak which is coyotes level bad wow 11 game losing streak the Um, flyers are on a nine so that kind of tells you what the bottom of the metro is like wow um yeah see the coyotes only started the season that way they haven't gone on any super long losing streak since the start of the season so look at that yeah the problem is, like, when you do it at the start of the season, you get put in the, the history books. 
Yeah, I mean, that's also an issue because what, mid-season, what, what's the longest? 18, 19, 20? I don't know offhand. And that's something where I would be curious to know. Yeah. We'll talk about that. We'll get to that in another episode of the podcast, yeah. you know, um, if it ever, if we feel like we ever have to. Um, it's the Arizona Coyotes. I'm sure it'll come up eventually. You'll, you'll, something will happen, right? Yeah. Something yeah. will happen. Um, but they got the Panthers and the Flyers. Um, good thing is they're both at home. Yeah. So that's nice. I'm trying to think. And then they have uh, another couple days off. They have three days off after that, uh, with the next game being Wednesday. So, yeah. That's Wait, when you... they host the uh, the Rangers, and then back on the road again. So you could go like all out in that second game, not have to worry about it. Like, which, yeah, would be nice. Like, I because I think like just looking at the two. The game against the Flyers definitely seems like the more winnable game. It does. It definitely does. Um, especially if, you know, the teams that have been, you know, they're among the teams that have been struggling greatly, I could just mention. And uh, the good thing is that's not the only team that's been struggling lately as of teams that are that are up on the Coyotes schedule in the next couple of weeks. Oh, yeah? What we got? Vancouver Canucks will be on the on the nineteenth. Uh, is that that's uh away? Ah, oh. yeah, it's away. I I really want to see the uh, OEL uh, Connor Garland homecoming, but then no, that'll be that'll be that'll be later down the road. Yeah, but but yeah, that's definitely potentially a chance to uh to get some easy points. Although I will say those. Those first games with the new coach, those are trap games. Those are always trap games. But then, but that's not it, though. That then the 21st is a game against the Kraken. Mm. So, okay, okay. I'm liking the Coyotes' December a little bit, uh, especially after the November. Yeah, the so December's a little... I mean, December's still got some tough ones in there. Obviously, the Rangers is going to be a tough game. Yeah. Um, the Ducks is like a toss-up now for some odd reason. And then you got the Lightning, obviously, in there. Of um, course. You got the Sharks, who are surprisingly pretty decent. Um, then the Stars again on the sec. So that's not until January. But like, and the Kings are also in there too. So, hmm. either way, uh, I still think it's going to be a, a more fun month than November was. Yeah. I think so too. More yeah. wins, right? Yeah. More wins. Or at least more exciting wins. More potential for wins. Uh I like that. That's the best that's the safest way to describe <laughs> December for the heirs of the Coyotes. This is true. Not gonna you're not gonna get me for jinxing this team. Uh yeah. I thought you weren't superstitious. Oh, I'm not. I just don't want to be blamed for other people's superstitions. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So when uh, when Rose comes knocking on your door because Kaidi's end up not winning the rest of December. <laughs> uh, 
Yes, I, I will happily uh, take that one. Uh, actual wood knocking on it. There we go. There I've go. done my part. There you go. Anyways, uh, I think I think that's going to do it for us on this episode. This post-game live show of Locked On Coyotes. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, and subscribe if you get to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcast, including on YouTube. So, you know, it's amazing to those who tuned in via the uh, the YouTube live, also on on Twitter as well, and on Facebook on facebook.com slash locked on coyotes. Don't forget to interact with us on on Twitter at LO underscore coyotes. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leano. That's Robin with the Y underscore L E A N O. Carl Pavlik. Carl Pavlik F F H. Ask us a question you might have. We'll answer them right back or on a future episode of the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to this episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.